everyone. Welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. This is episode number 25, and on this episode, we have Dr. Scott Blyer, but you probably know him more as Dr. B-Fixing. Dr. B-Fixing is a cosmetic surgeon in New York and a bit of a social media guru. On Instagram, he has over 80,000 followers and has lots of interesting creative content that he's always posting. And you definitely have to go check out his content because it's it's very interesting. A lot of it will have to do with what's going on in his day-to-day. He has some funny different little videos and, and things that he'll play within it as well. Some good live streams. And he's also very active on Snapchat as well. And we'll have all of his information in the show notes. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Hi, Dr. Byers. Hey. Hey. What's up, Jack? Thank you so much for being on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. No, man. Thank you. Thanks for the op. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's it's funny. As soon as we connected on this, I got a bloody nose. <laughs> oh wow! I have that effect uh, on people. <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing too bad. It's just the really dry air, right? This time of year. Yeah, you um, you need to get a tissue. I can wait, man. No, I'm I'm golden. I'm golden. I had a, a couple available, so the show goes on. All uh, right, I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, so I, I would. Uh, I, I think it'd be great for the audience if if we could start you off with uh you giving us a little bit about your background um i mean a lot of people probably know you by your your social media handle uh maybe even more so than your your legal name i'm assuming right yeah i I, when people call me by my name i'm actually it takes me a second i I forget who i am myself uh yeah most people know me as dr b fixing and that's it it's got a nice ring that scott i don't know scott blyer I mean, no, no offense <laughs> to my parents. They did a nice job, but I don't know. I kind of like my handle. When we, uh, when we actually, when we first scheduled this call and uh, I sent you over the link to pick a time that worked for you, I, I saw the name come in. When I looked at my schedule today, I said, who is this? Yeah. I totally, totally forgot. And then I looked, you know, it's a quick search on, uh, on Instagram and it came right up. I'm like, oh, wait, I know exactly, like... uh, <laughs> I know exactly who this is. Um, but uh, so I would love for you to so let's let's get down to a quick intro and uh, we'll go into some questions and we'll keep it really casual and a lot of fun. I love it. Sounds good. Great. All right. Um, let's kick us off. All right. All right. <clears throat> yes. So uh, the name is Scott Blyer, also known as Dr. B. Fixin. My practice is uh, on Long Island in New York and I do cosmetic surgery. That's my thing. Uh, how did it all start? I, um, I went to Penn State for undergrad, majored in uh, biochem, nutritional science. Um, from there, I actually went to dental school. Um, never, no offense, I, I didn't want to be a dentist, but I actually liked oral surgery a lot. I, I volunteered at an oral surgeon's office uh, out in college, and uh, he did jaw surgery, facial fractures, and I'm like, oh, this is dope. I can get into this. So um, I went in to my interviews for dental school saying I want to be an oral surgeon, and, uh, and that I did, um, in my oral surgery program, uh, it was an integrated program where I got my MD as well. So I went to, um, Stony Brook for dental school. And then I got into the Long Island Jewish hospital program, uh, which was affiliated with Stony Brook for oral surgery. So I went to Stony Brook medical school. Um, I went to Long Island Jewish for oral surgery. Uh, I did general surgery at North Shore hospital. And then, um, 
we were doing a lot of orthognathic cases, like where we'd reconstruct people's jaws. And I would always say, oh, man, I wish we could do this patient's neck or their nose. Like, why are we always, because you, you move the upper jaw forward, the nose rotates up. If you move the lower jaw back, the neck looks fatter. I'm like, it, it would be great if we could do that. And, you know, my tendons like, no, no, you know, that's, that's for plastics. You, you don't do that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to learn how to do that so I can do everything. So um, I applied for a fellowship in cosmetic surgery down in Texas. I was accepted to that. And uh, for a full year, all I did was cosmetic surgery and uh, came back to New York, opened in New York City, hoping to be the face expert of New York. Uh, I was like a young guy with no gray hair on Fifth Avenue trying to get a bunch of old ladies to do a facelift with me. And they're like, let me see your before and afters. And I'm like, well, I don't really have to, man. I just started. Um, so maybe that wasn't good planning. Um, but younger people I seen the job with, like we hooked up with a couple of modeling agencies where I did their liposuction. I did a couple butts on like some famous hip hop people. And from there it kind of blew up. And um, yeah, now I'm known for my body surgery. We do face stuff too, but really known for my BBLs. But we, we do the full scope of cosmetic surgery. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, very interesting. So how, how long do some of these procedures take? Let, let's say like, a, let's, let's say a lipo and then a, a BBL. Like what is the standard time that it takes for you to do one of those? Uh, usually about three and a half hours, <clears throat> depending on the size of the person. Um, we're doing cosmetic surgery, so we don't want to keep people asleep too long. If, you know, some people come in for like the full makeover, we have people from like, like Saudi Arabia, and it seems like those people want to do everything in one day. Um, so we, we, many times we'll just space them out. We'll break up the surgeries, even like the massive weight loss patient that needs, you know, loose skin in the stomach, their back, the arms, their inner thighs, all these areas, you know, we'll break them up over the three visits. So we try to keep our surgeries four to six hours tops. Wow. And you wait, so you said that people will actually come from other countries for, for some of your surgeries? Oh yeah. We've had a lot from, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Dubai, Australia, Japan, uh, Africa, uh, all over the country. It's amazing what social media did to our practice. Um, Yeah, it's unbelievable because when we first started, like, you know, we'd ask people to drive 30 minutes east and they're like, oh, that's so far away. And uh, now that, you know, you know, we've kind of got a name in the industry. People come from all around the world. So it's just kind of funny how things uh, turned out. Um, but yeah, it's not uncommon uh, for half our patients in the week coming from other states and countries. Wow. And so when did when did you decide that, wow, we need to get into this social media thing to, uh, to really uh, expand the reach of our practice? Um, it was like uh, this this strange energy like pent up inside me. Like always I was like this kind of like goofy dude. Um, like, you know, during high school, like everyone would be going out to like, you know, bars and stuff like with their fake IDs. And I'd be like at home with my buddies making YouTube. No, well, we didn't have YouTube, but we were making videos for ourselves. I actually have a, a whole bunch of tapes. I used to love doing skits and videos and just being myself. So like, I don't know, we, we do what we're taught. So like when I got out, like many of my mentors were much older than me wear a white coat, be professional. And, and I was, you know, trying that vibe for a while and it just, it just didn't feel right for me. Um, I just kind of wanted to be myself. So um, then Snapchat came out and I, uh, you know, I read it actually in a newspaper article about Dr. Miami and he was like doing well. Um, so I'm like, 
let's do this. And my wife's like, ah, maybe you shouldn't. Don't, you know, don't get too crazy. Like, you know what? Let's, 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 you know, I'd rather feel comfortable doing what I want to do. And there's a lot of patients out there. I mean, I jive with everyone. If they don't want to come to me, they can go somewhere else. Uh, This is elective surgery, you know? So yeah, I I just started being more like myself. I talk like a human being. I, I treat patients like they're my friends. Everyone gets my cell number. Um, it just felt so much more comfortable and, uh, I love it. And, and patients love it too. Like we started, we share everything on social media. We go on vacation and when they come in to see me for a consult, not only do they know everything about surgery because they've seen us a hundred times, thousands of times, they know everything about family. Oh, how's the baby? I love your dogs. It, your vacation over there was so nice. What was the name of that hotel? They feel like they know us already. And it, uh, it makes them feel so much better. And our, our conversion rate from consult to surgery is extremely high, much higher than it ever was before because of social media. And I'm sure because of social media and because of the quality of work you guys do, probably a big portion of your business is word of mouth, right? I would say. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't we don't really advertise at all aside from our social media platform. Um, we don't do like a, like a, well, they have a Google like um pay-per-click we don't do any kind of stuff it's, it's just our, our snapchat or instagram um when snapchat was hot i mean we were getting a hundred thousand views every day uh after that snapchat update the numbers went down a little bit but you know we're still doing real well on snapchat as well as instagram that's growing by the day i'm guessing you're more pro uh instagram though right at this stage than even um uh Snapchat. And the only thing that stinks about Instagram that they're very strict with their their uh, community guidelines. Like you can't show some nudity, um, so it's kind of tough to show everything. Uh, Snapchat, we show everything. It, it's like you know, it's behind the scenes. It's everything. Instagram, you know, we have to cover up, you know, nipples, you know, butt cracks and all that stuff. It makes it a little bit more challenging, and, and a lot of stuff's cut out. Um, but yeah, the nice thing about Instagram, it stays up. So, um, yeah, we, you know, we, we do our woman skits on Instagram. We, uh, we try to give informational stuff as well. And, um, yeah, I, I guess I am leaning more towards Instagram, but in the very beginning I was like totally gung ho Snapchat, but yeah, it's kind of the fact that it disappears. It's uh, kind of stinks. I save them all. I mean, I have thousands of videos from all our snap, but we've done like cute skits. I love it. It's just hilarious stuff. And, and then it disappears 24 hours later. Like, ah. Yeah, it's that in that Snapchat update. I know exactly what you're saying. It it really took a, a little bit of a hit. It's not it's not horrible, but it's not like what it was Correct. before, which uh, which is you know sad. It was kind of like well, I, I don't know about you, but I had a panic mode when they rolled out that Instagram update a few weeks ago, where you were just gonna do oh, side side swipe. That lasted like two <laughs> hours. People were ripping it, and then they, then yeah, they took it off. They were smart. They learned from Snapchat's mistake, I think. That was horrible. I mean, to only you, you would barely ever. I mean, the engagement on posts would have been atrocious if they left it that way. So I'm glad they switched back. Uh, Snapchat obviously didn't learn to switch back. Right. But uh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens in the future with with them. But I still think it's definitely a viable option, especially especially on your business. I mean, like you said, with the guidelines that Instagram has, Snapchat makes perfect sense, Uh, which is which is great. Uh, now, would you say that a lot of your patients are are open to to being a part of of some of these skits and some of these recordings, like the bulk of them? Or yeah, I, I'd say over ninety percent of the people want to be on it. Uh, 
Yeah, wow. most of them give us some restrictions covering my tattoo. They don't want to show their face, although some of them want to show their face. We still don't. Um, but yeah, they love it. It's it's, it's unbelievable. Um, they all want to see what the inside of their stomach looks like uh, when they're in recovery. I hear it. I hear my voice down the hallway, and I go in there, and they're they're watching their surgery as they're recovering in the recovery room. Um, it, it's unbelievable, and they're so happy. Thank you so much. I love it. I can't believe it. Oh, it was great when you said this and that. It's 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 a whole different experience than it than it used to be. It's it's, it's pretty amazing actually, but almost everyone loves it. One of the one of the coolest things that I found with Instagram and Snapchat was following healthcare professionals like yourself and being able to watch like surgeries and and see these these images that you wouldn't usually see. I used to have a very you know, queasy stomach when it came mm-hmm. to that stuff. The more I've watched it. I feel completely fine <laughs> when I watch it now, which which yeah. is crazy. Uh, but it's it's definitely uh, they're very entertaining to watch, it, especially in your line of work. It's it's uh, there, I mean there are some some of the stuff I've seen you post is <laughs> it's made me go back to my old stomach <laughs> way, but not like. But uh, I mean, was were you always fine with with this type of stuff, or was there a point where you you felt a similar way where even though I'm in this field, like I don't feel too comfortable looking at this. And then over time you just got, got more used to it. Or were you like fine with it? Yeah, from day from one, day one it, it never really bothered me. Um, even like anatomy lab in, in medical school, I, I remember eating my sandwich, like, you know, working on the cadaver. Um, it, it, I don't know. It, it just, it was something that never bothered me at all. But a, a lot of people have said the same thing you did. Like in the beginning they couldn't watch, but now like they can't look away. Um, you get like used to it. You do. You do. That's funny. What if if you weren't a cosmetic surgeon? What what do you think you would be doing? Um, I want a TV show, man. But um, <laughs> I'm still waiting <laughs> on that. Um, I don't know. I love I love uh just making videos and like that kind of stuff. I love like like yeah, my dream job maybe like working for Saturday Night Live. Like I just I love being creative. Um it's cool that like I found a way to now be creative with my hands and with my mind and, and be my personality. I kind of get the, the, the best of all, all the worlds right now. Cause I, I am like making like little fun videos and I'm, I'm meeting cool people and I'm doing surgeries that I love. And then it, it sounds cliche, but it's really awesome just to help people. And, and they're, when they're so happy, it, it's just an amazing feeling. Um, the worst part about this is sometimes you can't make someone happy. And, and when your happiness hinges on someone else's like it kind of sucks because you can't you can't force someone to be happy they have to find some happiness uh within so the best part of the of this profession is also the worst part of the profession yeah now what are you doing anything to try to get that make that dream of having the uh the tv show uh reality yeah we've actually had some people um Someone from Vice TV reached out to us once. MTV reached out to us once. Um, they asked us to put together a pilot. We never kind of did it. I talk about it every day. It's on like my list. I actually have a book of like inventions and uh, like dreams that I have, and I just never get a chance to do that. Get to that book because we're so busy in the office. But I don't want to be that that, that guy uh, in the nursing home that tells everybody I should have. I'm gonna do it eventually. But we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot because yeah, I'll always feel like I should have and I didn't. I would think even YouTube would be because uh, YouTube has some of those original platforms now. Like they uh, that Kevin Hart has the uh, 
that TV show where he's in the ice tubs with athletes. Oh, yeah. What's the fit? Like, because, like, I don't I don't necessarily think you need like an hour show like a a 15 to 30 minute show would be great to uh, to cover a lot of your material. That actually could be a great option. Uh, And I know it's a it's a war right now for these streaming services like Hulu and YouTube and Netflix to have this their original content. Right. Right. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, but uh, but even even Vice and, and MTV are good as well. I mean, especially for for like your audience, those those fall perfect with sure. uh, who a lot of your followers are. I'm sure. I agree. I agree. Uh, what uh, what do you like to do besides making videos and and being a cosmetic surgeon? What are what are some of your other hobbies? Um, I love woodworking. Um, I feel like I'm not that great at it, but I love it. Um. I have like in my basement, like every tool, every machine you could possibly imagine. And I, I, I make furniture. Um, I have like a really hard time throwing things out when, you know, something breaks or I'm driving home and I see like somebody throwing something out. I'm like, I could probably make something cool out of that. And I'll, so my wife gets a little mad because the garage is just filled with crap. But um, I love being creative and trying to think of what I could do with this or how I could fix this or, um it's just my i don't know i had this like weird obsession with building and fixing and uh hence the name i guess but i love doing that stuff uh i do love sports i'm not that great at it but i'm a big nick fan however they suck and it's a little embarrassing um i love playing golf even though i don't get a chance to go too much and uh now i'm a dad so like this is kind of cool too um really enjoying that uh watching this little sucker grow up has just been pretty awesome so how do you how do you manage it all? I mean, you're doing social media, you're you're trying to do some hobbies, you have your practice. Um, I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure that out, man. I'm like the worst at balancing life and work, and I bring it home, and yeah, it's it's not good. I'm still working on that balance because uh, work definitely is, you know, in, enveloping everything I do. Um, what we do do, which is kind of neat, like. Um, we're Jewish, so uh, you know Shabbat is like uh, that that time of the week where you're just supposed to shut down. You don't like deal with anything, uh, no electricity. You don't watch TV. So Friday night, we've been observing Shabbat. So like, we don't watch television. We put away our phones, of course, unless it, you know I have my emergency phone if God forbid a patient needs me. But um, yeah, you know we just try to sit and we talk and like you know just kind of unwind and you know really focus on family stuff and not talk about work. So we've been trying to like at least dedicate one night for that. So every Friday night is like our personal night where we, you know, drink a little wine, relax. Um, so we've been trying to do that, but still working on the balance thing. I'm not that good at it yet, to be honest with you. <laughs> Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's, it's it's better to be busy than not busy, for sure. This is true. This is true. This is so true. what? It, I'm sorry. What did you say? It was Shabbat? Is that right? Is it... Yeah, Shabbat, like uh, Sabbath. Um, so are you so today's Friday are you going to be experiencing it tonight then? Yes, yes. We already got my my wife makes like a challah bread every uh, every Friday night so she's already got that she makes it from scratch. There's things behind me right now. Um yeah, yeah, it's it's uh as, as soon as sundown hits, uh we shut down as well. Great. Well, I'm glad we were able to get this in then. Thanks for squeezing us in before oh, uh, before it hit. I'd hate to I'd hate to break uh the tradition no 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 problem um great so i, I don't want to uh to, to keep you any longer but i i do want to 
thank you and I'm sure our listeners do as well for for coming on the slice of healthcare podcast uh, this is something uh, I know you and I have been talking about for uh, for a decent amount of time now and it's it's great to to make it work uh, with everyone's schedules and finally record this and oh absolutely I look forward to it uh, being released really soon Oh, I can't wait. Sounds great. Uh, yeah, and if anyone wants to follow us, feel free. We're always trying to build up our uh, platforms, uh, Dr. B. Fixin, uh, on uh, Snapchat and Instagram. And uh, in the show notes, we'll put all of your social links to, uh, oh, to redirect everyone your way. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be putting up a post on, uh, on our Instagram channel and tagging uh, you in there as well uh, when everything goes live. I expect it to go live um, probably first or second week in February. So oh, awesome. We'll be there soon enough. But uh, let's no, definitely okay. stay in touch. Uh, this was great speaking with you and learning more about uh, the, you know, the person I've been watching videos on for the last two years or so. Um, oh, thanks. So uh, it, it's, it's definitely great to, to put a voice to, the, to uh, the videos and have a good conversation. So thanks again. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, have a great weekend coming up, and uh, we, uh, we look forward to the release. Sounds great. Likewise. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for another episode of Slice of Healthcare. Please be sure to follow us on our social channels. On pretty much every social channel, it's at Slice of Healthcare. On Twitter, it's at SliceofHC. We don't use that much, but we will answer if anyone tweets at us or sends us a message there. Also, for those of you that are listening on iTunes, please be sure to head over to iTunes, leave us a rating slash review. We'd really appreciate the support and feedback. And if you're interested in being a, a guest on the podcast, please reach out at uh, sliceofhealthcare at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or any of our other channels. And we'll get right back to you. Thanks, and everyone have a great day. you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.